0: We here at the Aldonzo and D's show would like to inform our listeners that due to the WGA writer's strike, you will not see current new productions of the following shows. Jimmy Kimmel Live, The Late Show, Tonight, Late Night, and HBO's Real Time with Bill Maher, Last Week Tonight, and The Daily Show. But since Eldonzo and D's are not a couple of talentless, snowflake-lazy sh- Bags that rely on a group of riders to prop them up, we bring our show to you with full frontal rigidity at our usual time. Because when it comes to our listeners, we actually give a flying fuck. Okay! <laughs> I have insanity in my earpiece. That's right. There's insanity in our earpieces too. This is the Eldonzo and D show coming at you from the Skyhammer Studios here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dee's. And we have a wonderful show for you for this Saturday morning. Uh, first off, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor EnviroSeal. Uh, you know what those guys do? They do, they do slab jack and slab lifting. So if you've got like sunken, you know, patios or driveways, these guys use polyurethane foam and they inject it and they even them out. So like if you've ever tripped over that, maybe if you've tripped over it while you've had a couple beers, you know, you got a lawn party or something, call these guys. They'll come out there. They'll pump it full of foam and it'll be ready to use within hours. And... As Dee's knows, every week they also do commercial and residential spray foam insulation. So give those guys a call at 309-275-63034 three zero nine two seven five six three zero three four Enviroseal. Okay, Dee's. Yeah. Brother, how was your week?
1: <laughs> I've had better weeks. You?
0: Yeah. I, I would. <sighs> I would say you have. Um. But he's here now with us. Yeah. Do so you, far,
1: d- I haven't dropped. But
0: yeah. do, do you want to talk about it at all? Yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Let's have it. Uh, a little health scare. Uh my heart was kind of doing some weird stuff started on Tuesday. Well,
0: he was looking at me when it did that. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday was real
1: minor. Like I've had the palpitations and stuff over the course of the last few years. Uh, I'm not exactly a picture of health in that. I probably haven't seen a doctor, um, other than I went and had my knee x-rayed like in 2014. But other than that, and I'm going to get a lot of, groans of this i haven't been to a doctor for just like a general health thing in probably 30 years
0: oh whoa you got a grown out of me on that one yeah. man holy uh, cow I would, bro i
1: would say the last time that i had a quote physical was like my uh senior year in high school and uh so i've had
0: like, zero f's given
1: yeah I've, I've had a couple of things where like the heart palpitations whatever you want to call it murmur uh but never like it was the last few days like tuesday it started a little bit and then it went away like when we were at trivia i felt fine uh but then all day wednesday again in fairness tonight is thursday uh all day wednesday i literally sat in my recliner and every between three to ten minutes man it just felt like somebody was reaching in just squeezing my heart real quick like not painful But just enough to kind of open your eyes like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. It's the
0: big
2: one. It's I'm been... coming,
0: Elizabeth.
1: Um, so, yeah, it was enough that it scared me. And I went to the hospital and uh, they did a EKG and all this stuff and blood work. All that stuff comes out relatively normal. They do want to do a stress test. Uh, the one scary thing is I got my EKG results back this morning. And it says cannot rule out a anterior infarct. Which is a... Well, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, oh, I've heard that on medical (laughs) shows because I've watched Scrubs and things like that. I'm like, I know I've heard the word infarction, but I don't remember what it was. And I Google it and the first thing comes up is a heart attack! (laughs) <laughs>
0: so, well they, they can't rule it out because right. they don't know for sure yet but um so, because if you did have a heart attack and you have another one they they got their they got their butts covered they're like hey we yeah, said we, we could rule yeah, it out man be careful don't be doing rails of coke tonight or anything we don't want to get that started so
1: yeah they they scheduled a stress test which they are kind of jerking me around on that and now they've rescheduled it for a month from now like hey let's you know let's, it's only as hard it's it's yeah, just, just your heart it. dude
0: what are you worried about yeah
1: again if you recall, I did a rant on a certain healthcare company that I won't name, but their initials are OSF.
0: Oh God! So, ho- hopefully, well,
1: we can get it figured out. And uh, ho-
0: hopefully, those initials come through for you on this one. This is a uh, this has been a well weird week for both of us. So, kind of getting back into the rhythm of the show here, uh, we got a lot of news for you. There's so much stuff going on. Uh, we got some Trump stuff. We got some DeSantis stuff. But the big things uh, is the southern border. Title 42 is ending this week.
1: Yes. Happy Illegal Crossing Day. And
0: they are flooding that. We're going to talk about that in depth. And then the stuff's finally starting to hit the fan with Joe Biden and the whole Biden crime family. So that's something else we're going to talk about as well. We've got the the accidental death of Neely. The subway vigilante. The sub, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the big bad guy that was, you know... Uh, uh, whacking and stacking people on the subway. I'm disappointed.
1: I really thought we were going to spend two hours talking about the coronation and be like every other American news outlet and devote all of our time to something that means absolutely nothing.
0: The corn dude, I don't get this stuff. With the everybody's like, oh look at this, this the coronation. This guy showed up. With, did you see that there it was, was... An imposter? There was somebody thought Meghan Markle was in yes. an outfit. Yes, I can't remember what the guy's name was. He was either, a composer, but... and the yeah. guys like. Oh no, that's very to much be, me.
1: To be fair, it did look like somebody was like literally trying to hide themselves. It,
0: it looked like a really bad disguise. But, we'll have to share that on the. That was just a thought but that it's popped actually in there. come
1: out these last. I think yesterday is when the article first. He really looks like that on the daily basis, but.
0: And yeah. uh and we and we've got some kind of funny offbeat news as well. Of course, Bud Light sales are still falling. We're just going to recap in this episode and talk about stupid stuff. Uh, here's one for you, real quick. I got to get this out because if Deez knows anything and you guys know anything, I'm obsessed with nuclear Armageddon. <laughs> I I really am, and I'm getting I'm getting this story to pull up here. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. Did you see that, Deez?
1: no, I know. could be the thing.
0: You know, this is just the darndest thing. I don't know what's going on with it. Some it's it's like one of those things. You know, when you you want your kid to walk, like for somebody, and he doesn't walk. This is how MSN is. MSN is the dumbest thing on the planet. You know what we're going to do, D's? We're just going to skip the page
1: over. The no longer exists, is what I got
0: when I. We up. are just going to skip over this and come back to it yeah. later. But we do have a lot of good, uh, uh, good news for you. Something that's not good news. Ted Nugent has announced he is retiring from touring. D's, what do you think about this, bro?
1: I, I mean, uh, I here's a little known D's fact for you. I was once Ted Nugent's personal bodyguard Really? Yes. For one show in Indianapolis, Indiana at a little place called the Vogue Theater back in the day. I was like his go-to guy and I got to do the Elvis treatment where I come up and I cover him with a coat take him back to his well, dressing room. Can you give us
0: any stories? Uh, not yeah. Did you get any of this? No,
1: not from him? No But uh, he was a good dude like once I told him where I was from he kind of lit up, you know, because
0: he used to come down here and hunt. Yeah, fight, fight frequently, people. yeah. yeah. Mc- McLean County, Illinois is where we're at. Yeah. This, and
1: this would have been I wanna say almost twenty years ago that, that this happened. So he, he was still pretty spry back then, but um
0: Well and, and do you wanna know something else? So he actually met met my dad at, at an NRA convention. There's a picture of him and the nudges together. I uh still trying to do this, I contacted uh I contacted his rep. And trying to get him to come on the show. That'd be cool. I got the email out to him. She actually responded back to me. uh, Said I can't remember her name, but she said greetings from Ted Quarters. (laughs) Nice. So we got actually he's got this tour coming out. So I need to get on that. If we can get Ted Nugent on the show, I think that'd be pretty cool. Well,
1: I don't know that he's going to have that tour anymore.
0: Well, this is going to be his last one, isn't it? Did you have that news story pulled up?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, he had a show scheduled this week down in Alabama at the Avalon Brewing Company. And apparently people down there started bombarding the, uh, the, the venues, socials. And uh, because Ted Nugent, as you know, is a far right wing guy. Um, And to the right of Mussolini. Yeah. They were basically saying that he hates trans and gays and blah, blah, blah. And basically the place canceled him can't like this isn't Ted canceling the show. This was the venue canceling Correct. the show. Correct. And then now here we are what four or five days later. And Ted says that he's done retiring. So um this is a, an instance where Ted's 74 years old and he's not playing stadiums anymore. He's playing small venues. And I'm not saying the guy doesn't still have it, but it's one of those things where he's like, you know what? I bet at least in my opinion, he's just like, I'm not going to do this his, anymore. His
0: core audience has shrunk. And, and he, the he world made this isn't,
1: isn't what he re- wants it to be. Remembers it as. correct,
0: And he, he even made the statement. He has to live in a hotel because look, when he was back in the day, he had tour buses. He was flying everywhere. I get it. You didn't need hotels. He's got to stay in hotels. Now he loves his dogs. He loves bringing his grandchildren, the logistics of it. I get that could be a pain in the ass at 74 after almost, over 50 years of making music. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is just, in my opinion, the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. I'm not putting up with but it. But hey,
0: good old uh, ferocious Theodosius, Sweaty Teddy, the Motor City Madman has been ca- be getting canceled since at least 2014 on some shows. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's
0: not very uh, very good at holding his opinions. And we were talking the, uh, about that before the show. Our Our fathers are the same way, kind of the cut from the same cloth with that.
1: Yeah. Quick story. I, I did see him in concert. He opened for kiss a long time ago in Peoria. Yeah. And he was doing his little spiel and he's like, you know, I, I see some of you guys down there tell talking to your girls saying I can play guitar like that. You know, he ain't that good. I can play like that. And he goes, you know what? He may be right, but you know what else? He'll never be Ted Effie Nugent. And then he goes into <laughs> a song.
0: <laughs> I got to say this about Ted Nugent. One of the most underrated guitarists, like yeah like oh, people very, don't realize just how talented this old guy is on very guitar. good yeah i he's mean
1: often yeah like i said he's not mentioned because no. you think of him as you know the front man the vocalist thing like that but
0: joe walsh is another one yeah phenomenal on guitar yep. nobody ever ranks him in the top guitarist uh-uh. polls
1: prince Another Prince yeah. Absolutely Which Prince we talked about that long many 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 shows ago.
0: We we kind of juiced it up a little bit here at the Aldonzo and D show for this first segment. Uh, usually we do serious end of the world stuff. We're doing that in the second segment when we come back right on City's 92.9. <laughs>
1: Hey, D's here from the Eldonzo and D's show, welcoming you to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash EldonzoDs. Go on over, check us out, give us a like, a follow, a share, drop some comments, let us know what you think, and we also post links to all of our uh, Shows which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, anywhere you uh, listen to your favorite podcast. Facebook.com slash El Donzo Ds. Now let's get back to the show.
0: Hey, this is the El Donzo and D Show. We're coming back at you on Cities 92.9, the News and Talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm of course El Donzo. I'm D's. And we told you we had some doom and gloom coming your way in that first segment, uh, and here we are, and we're going to deliver on it. This is something that I've been following. This this whole Russia-Ukraine war. The whole nuclear aspect of it, I and I've said this on the show before. I believe we are like you mean the World War Three prequel. Yes, it's it's we're technical. we're kind of I think World War Three's already started. But my thing to this is we are the closest I think even since uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis to being in full blown nuclear war. It takes somebody to literally sneeze and somebody's like you know hold the desk of that and launch a nuke. So, Or maybe that's us. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty confident in the commander-in-chief we got, that he's got the competence to see us through this. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, something we've been watching. Uh, Of course, we know... Maybe a heart attack won't be so bad. (laughs) Just get it over with now, right? Right. Right? If you're thinking about having kids, I would suggest not doing that. That's going to be a pain in the butt. No, just kidding. Go ahead and have kids. I'm not going to tell you not to have kids, but i certainly wouldn't want to have any in this day and age uh zaporizhia nuclear power plant which is the largest nuclear power plant in europe is in ukraine it's been occupied by russians uh the sticks is starting to hit the fan there it looks like this is a reuters headline russia to evacuate more zaporizhia nuclear workers ukraine's energotom which is their energy agency uh, Russian forces are planning to evacuate more than 3,000 workers from the town that serves the occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, resulting in a catastrophic lack of personnel, Ukraine's state-owned Energotom company said on Wednesday. Last week, the head of the UN's nuclear power watchdog, Rafael Grossi, said the situation around the Russian-held nuclear station had become potentially dangerous after Moscow-installed officials began evacuating people from nearby areas. Russia's TASS, TASS, State News Agency, said on Monday the Moscow-installed governor of the Russia-controlled power part of the surrounding region had suspended operations at the plant. Now, there was also talk, and this was last week, I think I mentioned it on last week's show, that inspectors had found explosives devices at the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. No,
1: I don't believe he did. Why? I well, think I'd, I would... And well, then I, I mentioned it on that. this
0: one. <laughs> maybe I didn't get to that last week. Actually, that's probably what it was. Let's go to that and see if we can. Maybe I got it in leftovers. Maybe I don't. Leftovers is what we call the uh, the stuff we didn't get to. And it's not in the leftovers. Uh, so, yeah, that was part of it. So there's a lot of speculation. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. And so would a lot of other people. Wouldn't a lot of other people. If they try to sabotage that plant. I mean, it create a nuclear looks catastrophe. Like that's what they're doing. They're evacuating three thousand people. Yeah, that's not good. So, how hard would it be for them to just pin it on Ukraine,
1: including twenty seven hundred workers who signed contracts with the Russian-installed company?
0: The, the The bad deal is once you start pulling, there's a reason they have that many workers there. It takes that many people to keep things to run the cooling running, ponds and yes. stuff like that. And the generators have always been a thing with the Zaporizhia power plant since they took it over is I think most of it's running on generator power and they have to truck diesel fuel in there. Jesus. So when those generators go down and you don't have the cooling mechanisms anymore, you're going to have meltdowns. Yeah, Chernobyl 2.0. Yeah, but here's the thing about Chernobyl. Chernobyl wasn't an act of war when it happened. Right, Everybody right. wanted to stop Chernobyl. Yeah. So it's something to keep an eye out for like I said, I always think we're like one step away from nuclear war or in this case full-blown tyranny uh, We go to Fox News and this is something we have to touch on Joe Biden's crimes and the whole Biden crime family's escapades are coming to light now Dees and I were to- we're we'll read the story here but Dee's and I were talking about this. I appreciate Deez's opinion. Nothing's gonna happen. And I get that because people feel that way. Doesn't matter what they come out with, nothing's gonna happen. I would say if it if nothing comes from this, you're almost in, in seventeen seventy six territory here, because this is bad. No, yeah, this, this, this is this is pretty damn bad. Do you have the story pulled up or you want me to go ahead and hit her? No, go ahead. All, All right. Uh, This is Fox News headline, the explosive new evidence of Biden family's breathtaking corruption. And breathtaking pretty much sums it up. I mean, this is your modern day uh, Benedict Arnold right here. Uh, So anyway, going on, the sheer magnitude of the Biden family corruption uncovered by the House Oversight Committee can only be described as breathtaking. Breathtaking. It is also deeply alarming if the fruits of Chairman James Comer's investigation are exactly what they appear to be. Joe Biden may have jeopardized our nation's security by selling out America for cold hard cash. Documents show that over 10 million, million in foreign money flowed like a river into more than 20 shell companies and LLCs created for the Biden's financial benefit. Uh, Much of it was then serratifically surreptitiously shuffled around various accounts before it landed in the hands of nine members of the president's family those companies have no apparent business purpose other than to serve as a receptacle for hiding cash derived from suspected influence peddling schemes overseas what they were doing was selling was selling american policy for money these were routed through so many different banks and so many accounts to hide the trail on these And coincidentally, when Biden got out of office, it all stopped. And who is a point man on it? Hunter Biden. Uh, So this breaks. Something this size, this magnitude, this is a pretty big deal. Dees, what are your thoughts? Besides nothing's going to happen, what are your thoughts on it? Oh,
1: yeah, it's it's horrible. And and I'm just dumbfounded that it, it could take or that it has taken this long. Um, this whole deal with the FBI not giving this report to Congress as they have been demanded of. I think they, I think they still have time, uh, according to what uh, the congressman said, but it's pretty damning. But I also look at the bigger picture in that, okay, <clears throat> we get rid of him, and then we got her. Yeah, we got Kamel Toe Harris. So I could see them... but holding this off for as long as humanly possible this this is go ahead other side of the coin you got all this stuff against hunter if he if they charge him with anything and it goes forward and they don't go after dad well you already know what's going to happen pardon (laughs) oh yeah he's he's a free man um so this is something that it if they don't act extremely fast i.e. in the next three to six months nothing's ever going to come out of it because by the time he's out of office if he's out of office after this election cycle he's going to be in his 80s he's probably not super long for the world anyway like i I want something to come out of it i just don't see it happening okay so so
0: my issue with this is let me get my thoughts together on this so donald trump the whole Russian collusion thing that somebody that that was in Donald Trump's not administration, but excuse me, his campaign was colluding with the Russians and it was all made up. It was BS. Yeah. We all know that there was, this was the, the steel dossier and it was just paid for paid for by Hillary Clinton. And this was complete and utter BS. They had an impeachment over, they impeached the guy over this twice, you know, the, the twice the PP tapes. Well, the second impeachment was yeah, of course, January 6th, which there was nothing there anyway, all this stuff about Donald Trump, they're going and they're they are like got blindfolds on. And they're throwing darts. And whatever it hits, they just ripped a mattress tag off back in 1987, didn't return his school book, whatever they're trying to yeah, do. Yeah, if they had pulled
1: this kind of corruption on Trump, he would have 117 indictments
0: right now. No, if they found this kind of uh, corruption on Trump, he'd be strung up in Washington Square. Yeah. And so would every member of his family. This is treason is what's going on here. This was an elected official, or excuse me, he was vice president at the time, but they elected, all right, that was literally selling American policy changes to the highest bidder. And these aren't countries like England and France and 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 Canada and Mexico. These are our adversaries. Uh Russia, China, uh, even Ukraine. Yeah. Which was at you know, if they ain't, if you don't fire the prosecutor in six hours, you're not getting the billion dollars. And son of a bitch, they fire the prosecutor. Yeah, they're right out front and saying it. Uh, did you, I saw we sent another what one point seven billion dollars over there? Well, of course we did, because Ukraine's covering our butts for something. Mm-hmm. So what Deez was referring to was a uh, New York Post headline: FBI refuses to give Congress informant file, alleging Biden took bribes as vice president. I could read it, but let's just break it down. There is an informant that is saying that I know that he did this, and James Comer has issued a subpoena for it, and the FBI is just refusing to do it. They have an actual document. Yes,
1: they do. That that details this whole uh, scheme, and yeah, the Congress is asking for it, and the FBI is not giving it, and... Uh, It's an FD-1023 form used by FBI agents to record unverified reporting by a confidential human source. In other words, an informant.
0: So what did they do when somebody was a whistleblower for Trump? Boom, they slammed him. Oh, immediately. This is reading through this. Yeah. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer issued a legally binding subpoena last week requiring the FBI to turn over the file by noon Wednesday, but the Bureau instead replied with a six-page letter raising various objections. Uh, Quote, Information from confidential human sources is unverified and by definition incomplete, wrote FBI Acting Assistant Director for Congressional Affairs Christopher Dunham, who also argued that the informant reports must also be kept private to protect sources. What actually i translated that to lay terms what he's actually saying is we don't work for you we work for the establishment we work sticks on this yep so anyway let's just uh, like i said tyranny you gotta love it this is the aldonzo d show we'll be right back at you here on cities 92.9
1: And D show here on Cities 92.9 The News and Talk of Bloomington Normal. I am El Domzo. I am Dee's. Let's talk beer. Let's talk beer. There's a lot of beer uh, stuff going again. on. Again,
0: <laughs> but it's in the news. Yeah, I know it, just, it gets old, but it just never it never stops. It's not going
1: away anytime soon. It's like
0: Joe like. Biden. It's you're right. It's not it's not going away anytime soon. Uh, we so, okay. This is from the Daily Caller. Report Bud Light sales still in freefall as other Anheuser-Busch beers are beginning to feel the sting. So that kind of goes back to I'm, I'm this is from yesterday also May 10th and I'm I'm a I'm a Bush Light drinker was former mm. and we kind of hashed that out. So uh, let's let's go and I quit drinking Bush Light. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: and then then thought about starting up again and then just got the
0: ever-loving dog. Crap I did. Of you online. <laughs> I did. I did. My friend Nicole is still pimping me about that to this day. She called me up. She's like, I can't believe you did. This is a joke, right? This is a joke. I said, Nicole, I had it. I had a couple left over in my fridge. I was kind of giving props. She's like, you swear it was in your fridge. You didn't go out and buy it. <laughs> God, Bud Light sales, Bud Light sales slump has seemingly started to impact other beverages under the AB brand. According to reports, Sales of Bud Light have fallen 23.4% compared to this time a year ago, according to the New York Post. The brand experienced a 21.4% drop in sales the week before, according to Bump Williams data. Bud Light in-store sales have also reportedly dropped by over 26% in the week that ended April 22nd. The backlash against AB, Anheuser-Busch, seems to be affecting beers outside of Bud Light. Michelob Ultra, another successful beer brand under Anheuser-Busch, has seen their sales numbers erode in recent weeks, falling by 4.4%. So what's going on here? People are starting to I – t- I, I know what it is. Can I say it? I know what it is. All right. So guys are going in. A lot of guys are probably seeing Bud Light beer and be like, oh, i ain't going to buy that gay beer. So, so what do you want? Give me a Mick Ultra. And they drink it, and they drink it for a couple <laughs> weeks. And then their buddy's like, dude that's the same company man and they're like what and they 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 stop drinking it and then they go to bush light this is why this is why all the sales like well give me a bush latte and uh, and they're like they drink it for a couple of weeks and their buddy's like dude that's the same company you know and then they go to one will have me a bex that once again dude can't do that i told you that
1: the first week we talked about this i literally saw somebody post a video on twitter where they where i'm not drinking bud light anymore i've switched
0: my beers and he pulls out a bush light like duh dude what are you thinking but you were kind of pipping me the first time we talked about this you said that it's, miller light was still in bev it was at one point but it's not now. yeah it's not and
1: again i i never thought it would have this large of an effect um i am gonna call somebody out though you know who this clay travis guy is Yeah, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Yeah, what about him? Well, he's he's been on Fox a lot about this, and he did this experiment at a some music festival where he and I don't know if he did it or if he was just watching it, but anyway, the big story was there was this cooler full of beer, and it had now if you read Fox News, it said several beers, but if you actually read the actual article, it says it had Bud Light, Mick Ultra. Yingling and then a bunch of other stuff and he he's shown on video he's tells his wife well, I bet the only thing left is Bud Light whatever okay fair enough but a Mick Ultra as we said is a B also correct most competent beer drinkers who know what Yingling is and given that it was at this festival they probably can get it because you can't get it everywhere um They're definitely going to take yingling over Bud Light. It's a good
0: beer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is. But most of these people were not prominent beer drinkers. That didn't work.
1: Yeah, no, I just thought that that was funny. But then now Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch has come out and said, you know, they've passed the buck several times. Well, now they're saying it was an independent marketing company that did this without their knowledge. Well, which is it? Okay. why
0: Why are you? There's no way. Oh, I agree. There's no way. Uh, so that so this independent marketing company runs Anheuser Busch. Yeah, like they just do whatever they want. And don't say and they have the anybody. cans
1: printed out with her face on it. What and a bunch of nobody BDS. knew. Yeah, they've they've tried all, to pass
0: the buck, bro, 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 bro. All they need to do is make a make a commemorative can and sell it with Riley Gaines's face on there and say, "Hey, we screwed up. We're sorry." Okay. Yeah. We had, there's a multiple multiple person screw up here in our team. That's all they got to do. The best thing they could do. Is, is just shut up about it
1: i would agree the more they try and make it right yeah but people are really piss people off dude
0: they're really really bad about this you know and it's pretty bad if a single company can get gays and the right right the conservative right to agree on something that's my
1: that's my point they have backtracked on this so far that now they're they're pissing off the gay people
0: okay but who cares Oh, that sounded bad. That sounded bad. <laughs> the views expressed on the El Donzo and D Show. Are uh, yeah, right. Always shared by El Donzo. Well, I mean, I mean, look. So here, here's a headline in regards to that. Illinois gay bars boycott Bud Light over anti-transgender comments. What well, what anti-transgender comments did Bud Light make? I mean, if they don't say, hey, we want to go sleep with a bunch of trannies, then that's considered an anti-transgender comment. So here's the story. Some Illinois gay bars have announced boycotts of Bud Light and other AB products for anti-transgender comments the company made following its partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Of course, we know who she, he, it is. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. In view of AB InBev's abandonment of its support for transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney, the subsecret, reprehensible, and divisive comments by its CEO, Anheuser-Busch, putting on involuntary leave at least two of its marketing executives involved in the marketing campaign that celebrated Mulvaney's transgender journey, Two Bears Tavern Group is discontinuing. Two, Two Bears. Bears Tavern Group. I see. Yeah, I see. I was thinking about beer. Is discontinuing all AB bev products, including Bushlight, Bud Light, and Goose Island 312. The Two Bears Tavern Group wrote in a Facebook post. So because these people came out, okay, that sounded like they were going to be gay. Because Anheuser-Busch and InBev came out of the closet and said, hey, look, this this was a mistake. We got rid of these people. This wasn't good for business, which it was not good for business. Any any CEO would look at this and be like, you done messed up, A.A., a. Ron. You're out of here. Yeah. All right, so now the gay bars, because they didn't like that, are now not selling their beer. But I got a feeling there's not a whole lot of uh, hurt coming from the gay bars. What do you think? No, probably not. We got, what, one here in Bloomington Normal, the Bistro? To the best of my knowledge. Have you some... ever been to the Bistro?
1: I think I have a long time ago. I've been like twice. Like late at night. That was like one of the only bars open. So we Dude, went you there. know
0: the best thing was? There's a lot of chicks hang out in that I've bar. I've
1: been to Diesel in Peoria. Is that another gay bar? Yeah. Dude, uh, I, qu- I- quite a bit for the simple fact that
0: you can actually get in and get a drink, although it's different now between but. the guys and the women i didn't buy one drink the whole night it was amazing no it was amazing well i can see with hair like that you like i'm, I'm doing that whip whip around thing right <laughs> now for d's in here uh okay so anyway tying into that now now we're going off into a different area let me check and see how much time we got here uh, i'll pull up the old reaper yeah we got time to cover this one yeah. real quick okay so we talked about ultra right dad beer conservative dads ultra ultra right which we got on order and is supposed to be shipping today so we should have that we're going to try it live well not live because we're pre-taped but we're going to try it on the el donzo and d show we're going to crack it and actually drink the whole thing uh, but here's the news i didn't say i was gonna drink the whole thing you're gonna drink it and you're gonna i'm love gonna it. try Let's no just put you're it that way
1: you, i'm not a beer drinker so it's got to be really good beer so when it comes to this whole gay beer thing
0: you're just gonna experiment yeah are you, are yeah, you curious? I'm just gonna
1: dip my toes in
0: <laughs> it's like back it was like back in our college days mm-hmm. just joking we didn't go to college so the headline reads from generators beer is for everybody no exceptions brewery introduces even gayer light beer proceeds going to the lgbtq charity what do you think about that can <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about that beer uh, well your fruit i see what you did there i did
1: that joke didn't that went over my head i, I just i'm laughing at how close the can actually looks to a bud light can it does look same, very same font um
0: same overall look the only difference is instead of blue it's Purple. Well, of course it is. It gets all the genders in there. Purple. Okay. Um. So last Friday, Necromancer Brewing, a craft beer company based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, released its very first light American lager, dubbed "Even Gayer Light Beer." A portion of the proceeds, of course, uh, benefit the Gay for Good, a nonprofit organization that supports and. Empowers the LGBTQNAACP plus community. Upon its initial release, Even Gayer sold out within an hour of being available to the public. Uh, it was only sold in San Francisco. However, the brewery still has the beer on draft, and the Even Gayer merchandise is even gayer still and available for purchase. Beer is for everybody. Necromancer Brewing wrote on Facebook when debuting its latest edition: No exceptions. Well, I can tell you this much right now: No straight, self-respecting man is going to buy even gayer beer. So no, that beer is not for everybody. These people saw
1: that old dude from conservative dads made what? That's exactly what they did. Millions of do. dollars that first week.
0: Like we've got to cash in. They I will mean. not make millions of dollars. El and D Show right back on City's ninety-two point nine. Coming back at you on Cities 92.9. This is the El Donzo and Deez Show. I'm El Donzo. I'm Deez. And in reference to our last segment where we talked about the whole Bud Light issue, i got a question for you, Deez. Do you know what gay horses eat? Hey. Hey. Anyway, I thought that was pretty good. A gay guy told me that, so it's okay. Right? I suppose. Right? Uh, we, We... I think, what do we want to hit off with on this one? Uh,
1: I think we kind of got to touch on the old run for the border.
0: Yeah, run for the border. And they certainly are. (laughs) Uh, So Title 42 is expiring, which Title 42 was put in by the Trump administration during the COVID pandemic to be able to, I wouldn't say it was a deport, but kick people back from coming into the country across the border from different, from other countries, uh, from Mexico, I believe. I have to pull that up if I'm wrong. I don't think I am. This is a Gateway Pundit breaking. Texas National Guard soldiers with riot gear arrive at major illegal crossing in Brownsville, Texas, ahead of the uh, Title 42 expiration. As a public health authority, Title 42 expires this Thursday. Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced on Monday that he will be sending a tactical border force. Joe Biden is laying down a welcome mat to people across the entire world saying that the United States border is wide open and it will lead to an incredible amount of people coming across the border illegally, he said. Adding, it will cause a catastrophic disaster in the United States. I tend to disagree. I think it already has. It's been that way for the last two years. So, you know, Greg Abbott isn't the most conservative Right guy, but at least he's got the right idea. He wants to protect his country. We talk about what's going on in Ukraine. They want to protect their borders. We've given them 130 billion dollars to do it. What about our border?
1: Yeah, this is, you know, again, of the many things that I didn't like about Donald Trump. This was one thing that I loved about Donald Trump. Is how that could you not? He wanted to secure our borders, and this. Uh, of all the issues going on, this one just strikes a major chord with me just for the simple fact that all these people are coming into our country illegally and basically getting anything and everything they need Um And then on top of that, you have the criminal element that's freely coming over here and the human trafficking and all this. And
0: Chinese nationals coming across the border. They're coming from Africa. They're coming from Nigeria. They're coming from everywhere. They know if they can make it to Mexico, they can come in here. You know, on any
1: given day, you can just watch a train of thousands of people marching from all the way down from South America Right up through
0: Central America and right across the border. The latest uh, report was about ten thousand people a day getting caught. Yeah, those the are the ones border. that they're just that they're actually that they're catching.
1: Again, according to uh, what what's her nuts,
0: uh, Kieran, <laughs> Karine, uh, the the first uh, yeah. pr- French press secretary, Karine Jean Pierre.
1: Ninety yeah. percent de- decrease. In other words, they caught ten thousand, but
0: ninety thousand made it across. That's that's about right, isn't it? Yeah. So. In addition to this, you know, Alejandro Mayorkas is an idiot, okay? Now, seriously, this is a headline. I'm going to paraphrase a headline, read a little bit of, this, uh, of the story for you. Uh, he's claiming that it's safe and secure. Meanwhile, six million illegal aliens cross over the open border on President Biden's watch. Six million people. Dude, that's a lot of MFers coming across our border, baby. Yeah. Biden's, this is the story excuse me, Biden's corrupt and always dishonest Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, I wonder why it's so easy on the uh, legals, conducted a press conference on Wednesday to discuss preparations for the upcoming May 11th expiration of Title 42. Uh, DHS Secretary Mayorkas warned illegal aliens to not believe the lies of traffickers who claim the U.S.-Mexico border would be open after Title 42 ends, which it's going to be. Smugglers have long been hard at work spreading false information that the border will be open after May 11th. It will not be. They are lying. Now, the biggest issue I got with this, so this guy comes out and does this, uh, you know, paint the town red thing with the borders going to be closed. Even with Title 42 in place, it's pretty much been open. Yeah. So what the hell does he think? Why is it gonna change after they lift one of these restrictions? It's not. It's gonna get worse and they know it and they're coming up here.
1: Yeah, this is this is just a very veiled attempt to make it look like they're trying to do something. Like, no, don't come, don't come. Like, oh oh well I'm gonna
0: come. He he said that, you know, it's not open, so I guess we'll turn around. So he wraps it up with, to people who are thinking of making their journey to our southern border, know this. The smugglers care only about profit, not people. Sounds like Joe Biden to me. (laughs) They do not care about you or your well-being, do not believe their lies. Look, most of these people coming across here know that the Coyotes have already smuggled their family members through here. Why Why would they not believe that? Yeah. I mean, this is one of those examples, and we're going to tie into something here really quick. This is one of those examples of our government, just like any state government or city government is creating these issues. And this is what's leading to chaos. This is what's leading to people getting killed. Dees, I'm going to throw it off to you on this one, bro. Uh, we going to, to, yeah. to New York. Yeah, let's get, let's go into this. We tie them together. D's yeah. tie it in.
1: So if you haven't been following this whole New York subway vigilante thing, um, It hasn't led to quite the outrage that I thought it may, but it's still the story has grown. And now as of this afternoon, this being Thursday, the 11th, uh, they have officially filed charges uh, against the ex-Marine who killed Jordan Neely. Daniel Penny is his name. Uh, They have filed second degree manslaughter and he is going to turn himself in and, and face the charges. Uh, I am i don't think I need to explain what happened, but basically this homeless man uh, began ranting and raving and acting erratically, talking about how he was uh, tired of being hungry and had nowhere to live, and he didn't care if he was going to jail anymore, basically just kind of making people a little uneasy. So, so this guy comes up, gets him behind in a chokehold, takes him down, holds him for allegedly around 15 minutes, and then when the... Uh, responders got there they couldn't revive him he was
0: dead so the 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 official narrative is yeah 30 yeah 30 year old neely died on may 1st from compression of the neck after a confrontation with subway passenger daniel penny uh ex-marine passengers told passengers told police that neely had been acting in a hostile and erratic manner throwing garbage at commuters screaming for food and something to drink among other things yeah and and how this ties into the whole border thing is is
1: like we can read off all these charges this guy has been arrested for over the years and it's a lot he's been a problem he is allegedly on a list of uh top 50 or whatever homeless people that could present a problem that need help and so he's been in the system multiple times he witnessed his mother get brutally murdered when he was 14 he's not well hasn't been for a very long time
0: but let's 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 describe a little bit of not no, of how not well he is this isn't that he just had some drug or some abuse oh issues. yeah he no he's violent
1: yes he has had some violent issues he has attacked people on the subway he he's yeah he's a problem
0: he, he sucked a 67 year old woman as she exited the barry station uh the woman sustained a broken nose fractured orbital bone bruising swelling the list goes on uh yeah. here's another one for you we'll pull it up real quick he attacked a 68 year old woman a couple years prior on the platform. Uh, she said, "Out of nowhere, he punched me in the face." So this, this guy's violent. He's got issues. Yeah. Okay. The, the, he's
1: he's. I think they said he's got schizophrenia, bipolar, drug issues. I mean, For, the yeah. whole nine yards. Point I'm trying to make is, is here is a man who has obviously a laundry list of of problems, issues, addictions, things of that nature. They know him. They've had him in the system. And he was they, on one of their lists yeah they you know this is a man that needs help and he's not getting it obviously because he's still free to roam the subways and cause this kind of havoc well was free to roam the subways and cause this kind of havoc meanwhile thousands upon thousands of people cross our borders every single day and I know it's not all of them but many of them come into the country with no problems and they are offered free everything
0: why would you not food come food stamps
1: health care uh places to live things like that meanwhile we have people in our own country that can't get the help they need whether it's mental help or even just i mean look at all the homeless veterans and and all these things but this situation daniel penny charged with second degree manslaughter and i agree with the charge he he you know in his heart of hearts, he was trying to do the right thing and he may have saved somebody's life or at least saved them from a a violent attack. But you have to understand that you can't, you know, you can't do that kind of thing and kill somebody.
0: I agree with that. And we talked about that. Yeah. It's a heat of the moment thing
1: but there has to at least be some kind of consequence in my personal opinion i don't think the guy should spend a significant amount of time in jail or anything I think, like that but i
0: think there should at least be a consequence of more than anything for the system that allowed this to happen yeah yeah let's, they brought the human element into that they allowed this to fester yeah let's let's force change here rather than just make an example we're going to talk a little bit more about this on the next segment we will be right back for hour two of the show
1: Welcome back to the Eldonzo and D's show here on this Saturday morning for you. I uh, am not Eldonzo.
0: But I am Eldonzo. Nobody expects the Eldonzo Inquisition. I am D's. <clears throat> anyway, back
1: to what we were talking about, this whole um, Jordan Neely death. Uh, Daniel Penny, as I uh, explained, has been charged officially with second-degree manslaughter, which, by New York penal law, is defined as <clears throat> recklessly causing the death of another person, so,
0: so I got an issue with this. Okay, we we kind of argued about this before the show. Punish- well, we punishable by up to fifteen years. Okay, so I wouldn't say the guy was being. This is my point. I've made of this before. When you act like that in a public situation, all those people were scared. All those people were cheering for the marine. Okay. This guy was acting erratic. He has a history. Maybe they knew it. They probably didn't. All right. This guy had no business going on. The guy should have been in jail. Okay. Even Sonny Hostin off The View said that, which is funny because she's a liberal idiot. Sounds like he should have been in some kind of institution getting help. Well, she said, well, they kept putting him here and putting him there. They should have had him in prison. So you flip flop around on that when it suits you. My point is, when you go into the situation, you're a guy like that, you start getting hostile on a train, you have introduced the human element into this. People are going to do what they need to feel to be safe. So, he got he got hit with second-degree manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, Derek Chauvin got, what, like, second-degree murder. Yes. What was the difference between what Derek Chauvin did and what this guy did? I mean, really, when you think about it, the guy held him down, pinned him, uh, the Marine did... And Derek Chauvin did it in a different way with his knee. And we said when this thing happened with Derek Chauvin and the George Floyd thing, Derek Chauvin should get manslaughter for this.
1: Yeah, in all honesty, I think the man on the subway showed and posed more of a
0: threatening presence than George Floyd did. He did, but it was one of those things. Remember when we watched the video back, you can see he's actually kicking, trying to get out of the car. He was hopped up on fentanyl. We don't know if this guy was on drugs yet, but he had a history of drug abuse. You never know. Look, when you're in the moment you every human being is going to react in a different way this guy thought it was a danger he pinned him could he have done it better it's like that thing with jeopardy dude where you watch somebody looking at the jet like Doon, and they can't figure it out and you're like no it was it was colonel mustard yeah, he did I it mean, with a it's candlestick like said, it's just like
1: police with shootings and whatnot Absolutely. You, you don't have much time to act and we're all humans uh, the point is that like the, the whole vigilante thing is like you're not supposed to do that and i think that this is like the most that they could possibly charge him with. Um, like I said I don't I, I hope and don't think that he's going to get uh, much if any time I mean there, there's a chance that he doesn't even get convicted I mean it,
0: yeah, and in my opinion he, he he shouldn't he was just wanting to ride the subway train and the look this the city of the, the city of New York screwed has screwed their whole town up. All right. Yeah. This is liberal policies coming out to bite them in the butt and bite people in the butt. You know, Eric Adams, when he got elected. All right. I thought when he took over for for de Blasio, this this guy was I think he was the uh, he wasn't a commissioner. I think he was a chief. Was he the chief of police or a police captain? I Uh, don't know. But he was a big supporter of cops. And I thought this guy may be okay. Uh, Eric Adams came out and said this. And I quote, one of our own is dead. A black man, black like me, a man named Jordan. The name I gave my son, a New Yorker who struggled with tragedy, trauma, and mental illness, a man whose last words were to cry for help, a man named Jordan Neely. You see what he did there? same thing that Barack Obama did with Trayvon Ma- Martin. You, if you don't remember that, when the Trayvon Martin shooting happened, Barack Obama said, if I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon. Well, this was Eric Adams ripping off Barack Obama Basically, right yeah. I, that's all that was trying to make it more than what it was. So you got the Mayor of New York City saying he struggled with tragedy, trauma and mental illness. And it was just and yet a crime let a... him back on the street time he after ate the time only after one these. There's so many of them in New York City. You oh, know I what? Know. Say what you want about Giuliani. Giuliani had that damn town cleaned up. Yeah. He did. He he dude. he took a mop and a bucket and cleaned it up. No, it's a tragic incident and it...
1: They're making an example. They have to charge him with something, in my opinion. And hopefully, you know, hopefully things will come out the way they should. And that, you know, this guy is probably going to pay for it in his own mind for the rest of his life. You know, because that's you know, you take somebody's life. It's not really something that that typically sits well with you. Uh, I don't think he needs to spend time behind bars for in his mind, uh, just trying to help some people.
0: I've done the exact same thing that this guy has done to somebody once, but I didn't pin him. Yeah, yeah. It, This guy was hostile. I took him down. I got him, you know, under under control. But uh, look, and of course, the view. The view is a bunch of idiots. Uh, Sun, co-host Sonny Haustin claimed Tuesday that mentioning the arrest record of Jordan Neely, who died after being restrained on a New York City subway, was revictimizing him. Look, that's a fact. When you take a violent criminal, which is what he was. Look at his record. He was a violent criminal, okay? Now, if you want to make it his fault or you want to make it uh, New York's fault, it doesn't matter. He was a violent criminal. Those facts matter, which is we're going to play something like that with Tucker Carlson here in a little bit. But I've actually got audio of Sony Host, and I'm going to play it real quick and
2: bring it up. Rolling clip uh, two. I think it's important to say, let's put this in context. Yes, he was on the train. I ride the train. I've been riding the train in New York City since I was 12 years old. This is what he was doing. He was shouting that he was hungry, that he was thirsty, and he had little Uh to live for. Hungry, thirsty, and little to live for. And that totally. Where was the humanity of anyone?
0: What? Well, I'm going to stop it right there. We got more to go. He was screaming that he was hungry and thirsty and had little to live for, and he was throwing garbage at people. He wasn't she just conveniently saying.
1: conveniently leaves out the part where he also screams I don't care if I go to jail. Exactly. That to me would indicate that he's going to do something that might put him in jail. Therefore, I should probably fear for my life or fear for
0: my well-being. Correct. So emphasize, just think about this. Let's let's I got to emphasize this point real quick. If there's four of us in a room and somebody comes to that door right now and says, I need food, I need water, and I don't care if I go to jail, I don't care if I die. What am I doing? What are we doing?
1: We're going to we're, the cabinet.
0: Okay, but... <laughs>
1: or <laughs> reaching under the desk, probably. Either
0: with, way, we know that we feel threatened, and we're going yeah, to that's stop a threat. that. that is, okay? That's, that's a threat, that's one a way th- or another. Absolutely. So she's telling the truth, but she's lying as well. Let's get back to it.
2: That was on that train. I would have given him money. He's I would lying. have tried to give him food. I would have tried to help. This is someone in need, in desperate need. And I am ashamed yeah. that someone that was part of our armed forces decided to become a vigilante and kill him. And that's how I feel about it. Okay. Well,
0: Well, first of all... He wasn't a vigilante. He was defending people, okay? He 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 didn't know if the guy had a knife, had a gun, didn't know what the guy was going to do, and he didn't decide to kill him. He didn't decide to kill him. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Did he make a mistake? Did he keep him choked out too long? Maybe. I don't know. It was a mistake. But you know what? He wouldn't have made that mistake had this dude not gotten on that train and pulled this BS.
1: Or had the city, state, whatever you want to call it, county... Uh, done what they should have done and got him off the streets, whether it be a mental institution or jail or prison, whatever you want to call it, that's the bottom line, is
0: the system failed Jordan Neely. Absolutely. Absolutely. It absolutely did. Because I'm going to tell you right now, we know this, the system, the liberals, the Democrats, they don't give a damn about your mental health issues. They don't give a damn that you're a drug addict or a criminal or you need help. All they see you is as a weapon. That's all this is, is a weapon to get people riled up. Yeah, I'm
1: honestly surprised that it hasn't blown up to be bigger than this. Uh, But then at the same time, you look at the the current news cycle, and I can understand why. Uh, They have bigger fish to fry and the corrupt president and his son and the looming World War III. And, of course, the coronation, which... Oh, uh, God, that coronation. Dominated the news. It was like three days of I know. nothing but coronation stories.
0: Look, he's the king. It doesn't mean anything. He's not the uh, the prime minister. It doesn't matter. So let's just big talk big about this. Big fat sausage fingers. Big old fat sausage fingers. Hey, speaking of big fat sausage fingers, Trump's back in the news. You hear about this? <laughs> How could I not? <laughs> How could you not? So the E. John Jean, e. Jean Carroll thing. Uh, this chick claims that Trump saw her in a department store and pushed her into a dressing room and raped her in the department store. Have you seen this chick? Yeah. Dude, she's uglier in a sack of... Well, you... Hold on. You can't...
1: This was 25 years ago. I looked pretty good. Good twenty five years ago too. We bleep that out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to bleep that <laughs> My out. Bad.
0: Uh, yeah, we're gonna. I'm just going to put up. Go ahead and just keep talking, even though it's a bad idea. <laughs> hey, you know what?
1: I don't know how many weeks it's been, but I'm pretty proud of myself that I've made it. What three months now? And that's the first time that. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so. Actually, for
0: what we say in between the segments, yeah. people are like, How do you not drop the F bomb all the time? Oh, we yeah. drop a
1: lot of them. You just
0: don't hear them on the air. Uh, anyway, continue with your uh, idea there, unless you want me to continue. I'm sure the story. she
1: looked uh, much, much better 25 years ago. I'm, I'm sure and she... I, I don't completely discount her story because uh, I... I think Mr. Trump was play a player back in
0: the day. Well, and... He may have been play a player, but I'm going to tell you something about people that take women and shove them into dressing rooms in a public department store that's open and rape them that's their mo they just don't do that once that's their mo i don't buy this she had a book coming out anyway attorneys for former president donald trump on thursday filed a notice to appeal the verdict of a federal civil trial that found him liable for sexual bad battery and defamation against this broad she was awarded 5 million in damages the jury found trump liable for sexual abuse but not rape and also found that he defamed Carol in a case stemming from an incident in the mid-90s. Let let me re requalify this statement. I tend to believe that the incident happened.
1: I do not believe it happened in the way that she says it happened. Perfect. Yeah, that's, the timing that's what I'm saying.
0: Is, so why does somebody wait for 30 years to come out and say, he raped me! Cha-ching! That's right. This is the Eldon Zone D Show. We'll be right back with more Fully Monkey Shines here on Cities 92.9.
1: Don't forget, download the Cities 929 app, available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple App Store. Listen to us live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. That helps our metrics out. That is Cities 929 app, available on both major platforms. Now, back to the show. The Aldonzo and Deez Show. Back again here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Aldonzo. I'm Deez. Speaking of the Don, old Donnie boy was on CNN of all places the other night for a town hall. They saw Fox News going downhill and they
0: thought this is their time to strike and get the ratings That's exactly
1: what it is. (laughs) I mean, they literally got massive ratings for it and... A lot of people are criticizing CNN for having them on, but at the end of the day, CNN is a business, and they got to get somebody to watch somehow. And, of course, Caitlin Collins tried to be tough, and he called her, told her she was a nasty person, and they talked about the border crisis and how he would end this whole Ukraine thing in 24 hours. And uh, so the in the aftermath of it, He's saying that they did the right thing by hosting him for a town hall Wednesday night, saying that he got word out to millions of people that would generally not hear his point of view on a number of campaign issues. He's right. Uh, Trump, the front runner in the 2024 Republican presidential primary participated town hall Wednesday night hosted by Caitlin Collins network has been facing criticism for giving the former president a platform. I was happy to do it. Trump told Fox news digital. I got the word out to millions of people that generally would not hear this point of view concerning things such as the border inflation the economy energy independence the afghanistan catastrophe and more and yeah uh did you watch it i I, actually did not see it I, i no i didn't i well that's because i was uh busy in the hospital with all kinds of probes and things sticking to me and out of me and in me and everything else but uh i did watch a few clips of it and yeah he you know he was drawing a lot of cheers with this whole "you're a nasty person" thing, and not like I said, CNN is just getting blasted for it, and I I'm here for it. I well, think it's funny.
0: Yeah, I do too. And the view was talking about, you know, CNN was feeding those people Kool Aid in the audience. No, these people are pretty pissed at what's going on. In well, their I don't think
1: right it now. took it. It didn't happen like in CNN studios. It was no, yeah, it was a thing that it was like a but planned was event.
0: The the, the the people that were cheering, it was it was almost like. Well, they were clearly
1: Trump supporters. I mean... Right. Right, obviously. If if anything, if CNN really wanted to uh, do the CNN thing, they would have brought a bunch of liberals in there to boo him and hiss. But, you know, that doesn't equal ratings, so...
0: I'll tell you what does equal ratings. Tucker Carlson has come out and partnered with Elon Musk. You you remember when Elon Musk said if there was ever a... uh, uh what was it a uh a conspiracy he wanted to be (laughs) elongate i don't know if you remember that or not anyway he he is partnering with twitter he came out this week and said that he will be uh bringing his show and launching a new show on twitter uh elon musk had this to say let me go down here real quick uh, in regards to his uh, audio, his he did a video which we're gonna play here in a minute. Elon Musk said this on this platform: unlike the one-way street of broadcast, people are able to interact, critique, and refute whatever is said. And of course, anything misleading will get at community notes. I also want to be clear. Oh, did you see what it did there? <laughs> also want to be clear that we have not signed a deal of any kind whatsoever. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. Rewards means subscriptions and advertising revenue share, which is a function of how many people subscribe and advertising views associated with the content, which will be skyrocket.
1: Yeah, from what I, the story I'm hearing is that he still has a, a what amounts to an NDA non-disclosure or, or whatever because
0: he's still according to megan kelly which going into that he's still employed by fox yeah News.
1: but that is to where he can't go and work for a network and things like that whereas basically what tucker is doing is becoming an independent streamer because you can do that on twitter's platform and elon musk is basically a genius for allow you know for you, you. presenting the offer because he will get tons
0: of views tons of of potential mm. advertising revenue Say what you want about Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is one of the smartest guys in broadcast journalism right now. He is a he, dude. He's on it. He's absolutely on it. He doesn't say a whole lot that's wrong. And can be proved wrong. We're going to play a uh, snippet for you. And, and before but- you do that,
1: in defense of Elon Musk, he also on Tuesday night basically offered Don Lemon the same opportunity and said, you might, you know, bring your show over here. Maybe worth a try. The audience is much bigger. And so far, Don Lamont has not responded. But but that is smart. Why wouldn't
0: you want yeah, countering opinions? Absolutely. There are people that, I don't know how brain-dead they are, want to watch and listen to Don Lemonjello. But let's go ahead and play that uh, little snippet of Tucker. This is the best part of that. While he's announcing he's going to Twitter, and we'll roll, roll clip four.
2: Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies. But most of the time, that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that.
0: And he's 100% correct. Because that is what got him ousted from Fox. Yeah, and all these places do it. So when he was talking about if we report that some guy has been charged for an armed robbery, but we don't tell you he's been charged with it six times before and convicted, they are actually like they're misleading you. Which is that's how I tied it into the Sunny Hostin thing. He just wanted water. He just wanted food. Nobody would take care of him. But she leaves out the fact that he has a history of violence on these subways.
1: Yeah, everybody, every major news outlet, regardless of how they want, yeah, to. regardless of what side of the aisle they, they come from, that they, they put their own spin on it. Uh, I mean, hell, so do we. We do, but we try not. We try to
0: explain. Yeah, we try to explain why this is our view on it. We try to give facts and we're pretty good at fact checking each other. We're pretty good at calling the other one out and saying, whoa, 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 wait, mm. wait. You know, you got to get this in here. This is part of it. But we'd like to remain on facts. Uh, you know, another another aspect of this Tucker Carlson thing, uh, Megan Kelly reveals nasty details about her departure from Fox News while defending Tucker. She says these guys are bullies, which I believe they uh, are. I'd their. like to
1: give her some nasty details. She,
0: she is, I would drink her bathwater D's. I would literally. She's not hard to look at. That's she's, for sure. I didn't. even You know what? Can we just take a minute and not scroll to the story and just look at the picture? <laughs> just, just look at her face. She's perfect. She is. Oh my God, Megan Kelly. She's like you're fifty, and she's like a fine wine. Hey, dude. she gets. You're not like a fine wine. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. During a recent episode of her podcast, Megan Kelly delivered a passionate defense of Tucker Carlson, and in the process, revealed some nasty details. Some nasty details I like to see revealed (laughs) about her her own departure from Fox News. Mm -hmm. Kelly has been one of Tucker's biggest offenders through all of this. Uh, The thing that I remember here is that Megan Kelly's decision to leave the Fox News channel was her own. She was at the top of her career and decided to do something different. She was allowed to have a last show and say goodbye to her fans. Even so, according to her, things got nasty. She says that she was strongly pressured to sign the agreement, which is a non-disclosure agreement, and even ended up losing pay for her decision. She also claims that the network offered to fire Irina Briganti if she would stay. Briganti is the FNC executive accused of being a hatchet woman for top people at the network. 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 It's wabbit season. (laughs) What's that? It's wabbit season. Be very, very quiet. I'm haunting wabbit
1: your elmer is horrible
0: my what
1: i said your elmer is horrible well
0: let's hear yours no well why
1: because i guess
0: mine ain't that damn bad is it
1: i at least recognize that mine is bad enough to not do it on the air well
0: it's probably worse than mine is something else real quick i want to cover but uh about tucker you know if i catch that wathically wabbit um do this guy He said, if you've got pronouns, this is one of those leak things, okay? Like we did about, hey, media matters, go yourself. Mm. He said, if you've got pronouns in your Twitter bio, you shouldn't work here at Fox News because we can't trust you because you're on the other side. And he was referring to a staffer on another show that was a flaming liberal. And he's going on this rant now. I actually have it pulled up, but he's going on this rant about why are we even hiring these people? Why are they working here? They're outsiders. They're trying to get us. I thought it was so. in other words
1: taken out of context. Yes, exactly.
0: Exactly. Dees. That's my name. We got a, like a minute and a half here. Uh, well,
1: when we come back from the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, Matt Ariza, who, if you're not a sports fan, you don't know who that is, but if you are a sports fan, you may recognize the name. He was known as the punt God, Uh, coming out of college, was expected to be one of the NFL's top new punters. And uh, he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills. But before the season started, he was released after a report came out that he was involved in a gang rape at a college party of an underage girl. And uh, this guy was just absolutely
0: buried in the press. How old was she? She was 17. (laughs) <laughs> Too old for you. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to talk about uh Vandersloot der Sloot and some creepy water stuff going on in the Bermuda Triangle. And we are return here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal.
1: Point nine, the news and talk looks to normal. We are the El Donzo and D's show.
0: I'm El Donzo. I'm d's
1: And as promised, <clears throat> whoa, a little crack there. As
0: promised.
1: Hey, leave, leave me alone. Talk about
0: my Elmer Fudd. I'm leave, gonna
1: I'm gonna go after you. Leave me alone, man. I got a heart condition.
0: Oh, don't pull that. <laughs> don't go ahead. Um <clears throat> so
1: as I was telling you, this guy, Matt uh Arezio was a is a punter. And was expected to be one of the best in the NFL. And then the story came out, and he was cut and buried in the news. Well, they never filed charges against him. But the way this country works is, if it's in the news, you're guilty. But now new details have come out, videos have been released. And it turns out that, first of all, when the alleged rape happened, the guy wasn't even there. Huh? Huh? He wasn't even, he was no longer, this this happened at a college party. Well, if
0: that glove don't fit, you must have quit.
1: Yeah, he was no longer at the party when the uh, alleged gang rape took place. And even worse is there are literally hundreds, I wouldn't say hundreds, but uh, terabytes of video of this girl at this party. And you see her multiple times telling people she's 18 she met Matt Ariza, who was uh, relieving himself behind a building at this college party. And basically, she saw he had the the, was the, well endowed. the two bits out, and she was like, "Let's let's do it. So she has sexual relations with him behind, and then she's on video bragging to her friends about how she just had sex with somebody. Then she goes and meets up with another one of the guys who was also... Uh, implicated in the rape charge has sex with him on video consensually on a couch. And then the gang quotation gang rape occurred. And there are three guys in there. It's all on video and she is not resisting in any way. And actually apparently very much enjoying it. Um, When she went and made the report, she talked about how piercings were ripped out and she was a bloody mess yet. On this clear, that's a good thing about cell phones these days is cameras are pretty clear. None of those injuries occurred during the alleged gang rape. See, back in our day, we called that an orgy,
0: did we not, D's?
1: Uh Now sounds more like uh, what would be referred to as a gang bang, but anyway. But not a gang rape. No, not a gang rape in any shape or form. Uh, she's also got a civil suit against this guy who by all accounts, is just going to murder it in in court because the prosecutors wouldn't press charges. They had this long meeting with her and her family and basically was like, look, here's all the evidence that we have that show that nothing that you have said has been true about this. So here is this young man who, granted, he did have sex with a 17-year-old, but at the time, he believed she was of age because it's on video where she's telling people that she was of age. There's also video showing her and her friends at another party the night before where she was engaging in the same kind of activities. And this this guy's career potentially was thrown away. I I mean, I don't know what kind of money her or her family has, but you're talking taking millions of dollars out of this guy's hands. Over a complete out-and-out lie.
0: She's a very kinky girl, right? The kind you don't take home to mother. His
1: agent is working very hard to uh, to get this story out to the NFL, and and hopefully he's uh, can get his
0: career uh, revitalized. But that's a hard stigma to to live uh, past. That that very much is. The guy didn't know she lied about it. You know, he was probably drinking at this uh Oh interview. yeah, it was a college was, party. It was, was San, college San party. Diego State. Uh some gal come up to him and wanted it and he knocked off a piece and you know the rest is history, but now she comes back and says she was gang raped and he was part of it. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. Basically the, the gang rape and everything is time stamped because of the great video uh like I said, the phones that we have. The gang rape allegedly occurred at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And there's video evidence that he left the party at twelve thirty. wasn't even there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets one hundred percent exonerated and actually gets to do what uh, he wanted to do, which is have an NFL career. So,
0: well, you know, it's actually pretty sad uh, when stuff like that happens. And I'm going to tell you right, tell you why right now, D's. um because this song kind of says it all. We covered it earlier. <laughs> Wang dang. Wang. Dang, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we use that for the Ted Nugent thing. Uh, so I gotta say, have you ever have you ever followed the B- the
1: Bermuda Triangle? That's kind of hard not to growing up in the eighties and nineties,
0: right? Right, right, right. And the whole uh, the Philadelphia Experiment and all that. But that yeah. wasn't Bermuda Triangle. That was different. But it was right, ships no, disappearing. The,
1: the, yeah, Bermuda Triangle is well documented, or the for, Devil's Triangle. Our generation.
0: And and I always was enamored with it. But you know, I'm a very facts based guy. Uh, you know, uh, the probabilities and whatnot. I like that stuff. And something recently has come out about the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Uncle Fester disappeared there, didn't he? Wasn't that the thing in the Adams family? He's, he's I think lost so. In the Bermuda yeah. Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Fox News headline: Scientists claims to have answered a mystery of notorious Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, and it's really not what you think. It's pretty obvious if you ask me, and it makes sense. An Australian scientist says he has uncovered the mystery behind the notorious Bermuda Triangle, known for its urban legends and tales of puzzling ship and plane disappearances in the western North Atlantic. Uh, Of course, between Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico, this precarious stretch of sea is prone to quickly changing weather patterns, varying sea levels, and complicated navigational realities that have given it an ominous alternate name, the Devil's Triangle. Can you say the devil's triangle in the devil's voice, D's? You can do it. Here it goes. It's the devil's triangle, brother. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Australian scientist Carl Krasinski has argued there are no supernatural explanations for the tales that surround the forbidding region, but rather a matter of probabilities. He says the number of ships and planes that go missing in the Bermuda Triangle is the same as anywhere in the world on a percentage basis. Uh, Thanks for ruining my childhood. Right? We, we thought this was a big thing. So what he's saying is for the size of the area and how many ships go through there per the size, it, it's not anything out of the ordinary to lose that many uh, ships or that many airplanes in that sucker. But yeah, it kind of ruined everything because I always thought about it. there was this one thing they they uh this one theory that there was methane gas pockets on the sea floor that would release the gas and of course you create an air pocket or not air pocket but a methane gas pocket and when it got to the surface it would like explode and then suck the ships into it and then it would also mess up the airplanes as well. I don't know if you ever heard about that one. No, that's a new one to me. Very interesting stuff. Another one that I want to get through, and this is because uh, for years, since 2005, I have absolutely every picture I've seen of Joran Vandersloot, I have just wanted to punch him in the face. It's Vandersloot. Van
1: Vandersloot. Slot. Yes, he's
0: Dutch. Sl- well, Vandersloot. Yep. Yeah, whatever. You say potato, I say potato. <laughs> just just saying. So, So this little... Yeah, I don't even got words for this guy because I hate him. He's a prime suspect, in, of course, the two thousand five disappearance of Natalie Holloway, uh, when she finished on when she vanished on a class trip to Aruba, and th- they knew he did it, but they couldn't prove it. They didn't have a body. They found some duct tape. They had some other stuff. I revisiting the story in my mind, but anyway, he pretty much got away with it, and he went to Peru. And he got convicted of killing a 21-year-old girl named Stephanie Flores in 2010, serving a 28-year prison sentence for this. And the Peruvian authorities have agreed to extradite this little sack of excrement back to the United States. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Nat- Natalie Holloway thing? Yeah. Him and a couple of, uh, I think I think one of the brothers' name was Deepak Calbo. And I can't remember what his others, Deepak, CPAC. The CPAC's a conservative thing, isn't it? The yeah. conservative. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was a CPAC. Uh, but anyway, I think it's good news. That, look at this kid. Yeah. Dude, you just want to hit him. I've seen people that look like that. So they never found Natalie Holloway. Her dad has went down there in search. I think his uh, her parents have since become divorced, but they still go down there. It's just a bad deal. The Peruvian government has agreed to temporarily hand over the Dutch citizen to American authorities for his prosecution in the United States for the alleged commission of the crimes of extortion and fraud to the grievance of Elizabeth Ann Holloway. So what this kid did, and I'm just not coming back to me, he took money, agreed for money to take her parents. To the scene of the body To yeah. where the body was buried that, that, Those are basically the charges that they're exactly. Fraud That he little killed, son of a- He killed the, the the girl in Peru Exactly five years to the day Yes that, that He's a murderous little sack of excrement I hope he rots in hell Anyway, this is the Aldonzo and D Show We'll be right back on Cities 92.9 The sanctimonious This is the El Donzo and D Show coming back at you. This is the last segment that you have to listen to. So we're going to wrap this up right here on Cities 92.9. We've got some stuff we like to kick back with. The last segment is always the one with kind of the funny things. We try to be funny throughout the whole show. Um, But this is the one that we really like to get going. You know, look. I know there's a lot of Trump supporters out there that think DeSantis is a turncoat, but I got to tell you something right now. We're going to pull up the story for you. This is why I love Ron DeSantis. And just to remind you guys, everybody, guys and girls, and them, they, what's this like the, you know what the uh, non-binary (laughs) proctologist, prospector said, there's gold in them, they're hills. Uh, anyway. That was
1: funny the first time you told me.
0: It was maybe somebody's listening and hasn't heard it. That's a good one, though. The non binary proctologist. There's a joke there somewhere. Uh, this is Fox News, and this is from The Leftovers. This is The Leftovers segment. Yeah, this is a segment. story
1: from a couple weeks ago.
0: A couple weeks ago, <laughs> but it needs to be said. DeSantis expands death penalty law for convicted child rapists defying Supreme Court precedent. I got to say, this has probably been the most rewarding thing I've read in a while. Uh, Florida governor signs a bill allowing the death penalty for convicted child rapists. Uh, It goes on. Florida governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill Monday allowing the death penalty in convictions for the rape of a child under 12, defying the U.S. Supreme Court precedent. DeSantis, a Republican rumored to announce a 2024 presidential run in the coming weeks, signed three bills at a, quote, law-and-order press conference in Titusville, Florida. Besides the measure aimed at making convicted child rapists eligible for capital punishment with the minimum sentence of life in prison without parole, the two other bills will impose additional penalties on fentanyl and drug-related crimes targeted at children, their aim is to protect Floridians from Democrat supported bail reforms in liberal jurisdictions. Now, my thought on this is if you're going to molest a child or rape a kid, well, we talked about this at one point. Just go out back and yep. Just take care of them. Front just, of the line. Just that's the best cure. And then here comes DeSantis saying, Hold my bill, I'm gonna or hold my beer, I'm gonna put this in place. What do, you, what do you think about this, Steve? I applaud it. I think it's a great yeah, idea. If if there if there's no
1: doubt that a
0: rape of a child occurred, yeah,
1: you serve no no purpose on this
0: planet. And I wonder how Donald Trump's gonna uh one up him on this one. I mean, who's Donald Trump gonna want killed? <laughs> this is gonna get interesting because yeah. you know Trump, you know, he's gonna be he's gonna go bigly you know, on this one. Pretty much have to. But I think it's a good thing that DeSantis came out and did this. Um, I think it's probably a pretty good high point for his 2024 presidential run if he actually does it. I think he's going to do it. Uh, We've talked about DeSantis. We like DeSantis, right, Dees? Yeah. I mean, the guy's got his stuff together. We'll, of course, support Donald Trump as well. I mean, I haven't come out and said who I'm going to support in this. But if it's like DeSantis, it comes down to DeSantis and not Trump, he's easily getting my vote. He'd be a lot better than that that dirtbag Mike Pence. Mike Pence is like a bottle of pancake syrup with legs. I can't I mean, imagine. Is
1: he even rumored to run?
0: Yes, yes, he I is. I don't think he has He's, a prayer. No, he he does not have a prayer. And I've never liked him. He was that guy's like, I won't even go have dinner with a woman that's be next seated next to a woman that's not my wife. <laughs> I do it all the time. Anyway. Deez, you got some stories for us, brother man. Yes, sir. Let's have them. A Nashville hotel employee has been charged
1: with aggravated burglary and assault. This is creepy. After entering a Texas man's hotel room in the middle of the night and sucking on his toes.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. No. Were they doing the test?
1: Uh, No, no. This was a man that was staying in a hotel, was asleep, and woke up. To the hotel night manager sucking on his toes. I would
0: flip sticks, dude. I, I, yeah. I would. I he. I okay. would still be in that room beating that man, dude. You want to know who would get it worse than Jordan Neely? <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Make sure you double lock your uh your Nashville Hilton. <laughs> but this guy had other stuff too, didn't he? Wasn't there something he had a domestic with his roommate? He like pulled a gun on him or something i'd have to look that I'm up skimming through the whole story but the, the, the no uh, okay not, nothing
1: that i've seen on at least did, on this particular i got story. a question
0: you see a picture of
1: him uh not in this story but i have well, seen he him. looks like he looks like a toe a sucker definite doesn't he? toe sucker yes. a man toe sucker yeah, he's it, a dude yeah if you look him up he is a very very dude he's got I guarantee
0: i guarantee you he's got an old 80s van With a tiger painted on the side of it. That's how creepy this cat is.
1: Here's uh, one of my leftovers, but uh, I've seen it actually passed around uh, Facebook here this past week. Like that chick that sued the guy? Yeah. Okay. In Maine, from the New York Post, a man (laughs) arrested for shipping $3 million worth of fentanyl to an unsuspecting restaurant has uh, been caught. Employees at a Maine restaurant got the shock of a lifetime when they opened a delivery that they thought was their brand new coffee mugs turned out it was 3 million dollars worth of fentanyl <clears throat> wow Stavers at max grill in auburn broke open the large wooden crate thinking the mugs that, that thinking that the mugs they ordered were inside but instead discovered a plastic tote with 31 pounds of the deadly drug packaged into bricks that will take out a whole city yeah Oh, a large city. Jeez. The toad had a shipping label from Arizona and listed the name Jeremy Mercier above the eatery's address, but no one by that name worked there. So the restaurant called police, and when the mystery man arrived an hour later asking for a package that was shipped with his name on it, they immediately arrested him. Uh, They also confiscated $2,700 from him. As evidence, which I mean, that's kind of small potatoes,
0: but yeah, for three million dollars worth of fentanyl, yeah. are you it's,
1: kidding me? It's unclear why he chose Max Grill to send the drugs to, but owner Mike Peters says he was happy that he and his employees were able to intercept the highly potent opioids. So yeah, don't don't ship your drugs to restaurants
0: unless the restaurant guy wants to kill a lot of people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on, did you uh, did you see our new czar of AI? You know, I did not. Why did not tell us these? Yes. A new person has been appointed the czar of AI. And you know who it
0: is? Who's that? Kamala Harris. Okay. You know what? I was like playing along with you. Re- really? Yes. This is a thing. Yeah, I mean, we went from... We, the, no, no, no. Wait. We're talking about artificial intelligence yes. and we go down to zero intelligence. Yes, exactly.
1: Uh, Ahmad Massad, CEO and software startup of Replit, tweeted at the Twitter CEO Elon Musk on Sunday with a screenshot of a headline and a previous tweet reacting to it and said, Really? He said, You get what you ask for, good and hard. He added, Elon responded with, Would obviously be a bridge too far, but maybe someone who could fix their own Wi-Fi router
0: wouldn't be too much to ask. (laughs) She's got to be one of the dumbest human beings on the face of the planet. Yeah, and now for my favorite story
1: of the week from Australia, a vegan Australia. family got upset with their neighbors because they were cooking meat inside their home. I don't know if this is an apartment or just like they shared yards or whatever. But this anyway, is why
0: we live in America.
1: Anyway, they wrote a letter saying, "Please do not or please close your windows when you cook your meat. Our family is vegan, and these smells make us uh, <laughs> sick." So, idiots! guess what he did? What'd do he do? He hosted a barbecue. <laughs> I had a boy. His name, or actually, these are two women. The uh Sarah is the vegan. Well, the vegans? Yes. I bet they've never eaten meat in their lives. Probably not. And Kylie hosted a backyard barbecue gathering with friends to celebrate the coronation of King Charles. The smell of meat apparently infuriated Sarah who previously written a letter to Kylie asking her to close her with kitchen window. The letter said, hello, neighbor. Could you please shut your side window when cooking? My family are vegan and the smell of meat cooks makes us feel sick and upset. We appreciate your understanding. Then she has the barbecue and she also posted it on Facebook and all the other socials. So the new letter said, hello, you are taking the Mickey out of me and you've been downright rude. I raised my concerns of the smell of meat making my family sick and upset. And you go and have a barbecue on Saturday night inviting lots of people. And you knew this would affect me and my family. No more barbecues and keep that window closed when cooking. Otherwise, I'm going to report you
0: to who and go to social media. Also, what was that comedian, Louis CK? He had this bit about peanut butter, like peanut allergies. Yeah. And he's like, okay, if, if peanut kills you, maybe you were meant to die. Okay? <laughs> I can't, I'm can paraphrasing. And then also, if the smell of cooking meat makes a human being sick, maybe they should not be a human being and be alive. I'm just saying. It's That's We've been kinda, eating meat wow, for years. Wow, that year. took a
1: turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. But anyway, I applaud Kylie. I would have done the same thing. I would have fired up the grill and had me some, some back ribs and buzzes Australia. So
0: give me some... Kangaroo (laughs) steaks, Good old Fosters. Australian for beer. This is the Eldonzo D Show. We're out of here, baby. We'll catch you on the flip side next Saturday. See ya.